Hey, buddy, what's up? What's going on, man? Not much. Today, obviously, started pitchers and catchers for a lot of people. Tomorrow, the Yankees, which is why we opened up to a whole squad ready by the Migos. And I am getting excited. Julian Gallardi leaves for Florida this week. You leave next week for the first game of spring training. How are you feeling about that? Oh, I'm feeling good. I mean, I was ready. I was already feeling good because I was in Brooklyn. You know, catch the Islanders Flyers. Um, it was great. Um, obviously, the Islanders won five to three, and now getting excited about going down to spring training. It is dope. Uh, also excited. I, I, I'm really excited. I can't wait. Pitch the catch report tomorrow. Going down the floor the next week. because she's also doing other things because she's also doing things in film so she will let me know because not only is she producing my show she's also producing other shows she's like kind of a big deal now so you know she's a big deal the fact that she's producing my show is great and the fact that we got spring training is also great too so this is a great night this is a great day for us I am excited I can't wait I am very excited but however I'm not excited about the potential messing with the playoffs. Um, oh, yeah, we got to talk about that. I so truly don't that. like it. Um, people, pe- people who hate the wild card game because they think one is not enough. It's basically the Super Bowl, man. You have one game, you got to play your best. Sometimes the team that should win, hey, you don't win, but you know what that means? You didn't play your best. Now, it's going to be a potential two or three. So, if you're a team that only has one ace, if you lose the first game, you're most likely screwed. Now, if you're a team like the Yankees, who one can argue you have two number ones and then two number twos or threes, it don't matter. Now, it does let a lot of bad teams have hopes for the playoffs. Uh, the, the team with the best records would get buys. And that's stupid too. As Trout, Trevor Bauer said, you're playing bunch of bunch of games for six straight months. And then the biggest part, it's just like, just like why people hated the 40 man roster in September. It shouldn't change. Like, you're doing, you're doing too, too much to satisfy the 20-year-old something dumbass millennials. And just because you think you got the 50-year-old fans and, and our age group fans locked up. But if you get the dumb fans hooked, but you, you lose the solid, actually knowing baseball fans out of it, you gotta, you gotta stop. And you're just making it too hard now. If you wanna... If you want to just re-trigger it to where you keep everything that it is, but 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 you want to give an extra day off or two days off to a team that 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 got the best record, 
or I'll even go as so far as you let them pick. Like you let them pick what what whether they want to play a wild card winner or a harder opponent. If you want to do that, cool. But best of three in the wild card, well, it wouldn't be the wild card. It'd just be the first round. It's just whack. No, I agree. I I, I think, I think, to me, this is kind of a distraction from, from all this Astros shooting scandal and all this Red Sox, which is Red Sox scandal, which is about to drop either at some point tomorrow. So it's kind of It's not going to happen this week. I saw it on SportsCenter. It's not going to happen oh, this week. There. Well, either way, it's a distraction for us to not think about what the scandal has been going on. So, either way, I think it's stupid. I think it's dumb. And, listen, I get what Manfred's initial goal is. He's trying to make the game more appealing to younger fans because the average age for NFL, NHL, and, I'm sorry, NFL and uh, NBA fans are basically 35 and younger. So he's trying to make the game more appealing to the younger audience. I understand that. This is just not it. This is not how you do it. At all. There are other ways to do it, but this is not it. So I think this is a terrible idea. The fact that, you know, teams get to pick. Do you realize that if you rather the Yankees didn't have a buy, you know who the Yankees pick, right? You know who the, the Yankees would pick the Twins all the time because they own them that's not right if you're a twin if you're a twin and then if you're a twin fan you're gonna be like what the hell so i think i think it's dumb do better matt Manfred. do better and uh see what what i i would even thinking about doing too make if if you want to do something like this you gotta, you gotta re-trigger the whole new entire CBA. I'd rather teams move down from 162, play 156. The old, the old original schedule was 154. So add, add two extra games to that. Play 156. Get rid of where interleague play is Twice to one times a month. Get rid of that. Only include the originals. Where Mets will play the Yankees. Red Sox play Braves. Rays, Marlins. Etc, etc, etc. Do that. If you want to add. If you want to try that ridiculous. Half the season in Tampa. Half the season in Montreal. Do that. If you want to get. If you want to just give a whole new team to Montreal. And, and do another expansion team. I'm down with that. Um. I I say we try this three reliever rule, then we get rid of that shit because that because that's changing the game. Um, make it so players weekend is players week. It like give 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 them the expression that they truly deserve, and that and make it so where as as long as it's not going over the line, let them express themselves. Let them put causes on their cleats. Let them change up colors. Let them, as long as it's nothing crazy, crazy. Let them do it. If if if, if, if hey Bauer wants to put his nickname as Manfraud, do it. Be- because in that week, because because Manfraud is a slap in the face of Manfred, but it's not it's not it's not crossing the line. 
So make it players week. Add, you know, make it put put up the playoff shares. Increase that. And then maybe maybe make stuff a little bit more kid friendly too, man. Make 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 it to where giveaways instead of the first fourteen thousand kids, make it the first twenty thousand kids, man. You know, make it make it to where Everybody, when it's a bobblehead, make it so everyone gets one. Little things like that. Give give fans an incentive. Just like when you're shopping in a store. If you hear buy one, get one free, you're more likely to buy it. If people think they're getting something, they're more likely to do it. You know, I, I like the 26-man roster. Keep that. I like it. And, I think that's a and even keep that throughout the playoffs, too. Keep, keep the mound where it is. Don't move it back. Don't move it back at all. That's dumb. Not only will that hurt the pitchers on because they've been trained to go 60 feet and 6 inches, you're going to give them more runs. Because even if you throw out your max, it's going to lose something by the time it gets there. What about, what about the juice balls? I mean, what about the... Because... I I guess you can try to find one design and, and and the design of the balls should fit the pitchers. So so you should have a pitchers a pitchers conference from all starters to all relievers to all closers and add every pitcher that's that's in double A and triple A because they're most likely to get up to the majors first. Add them all down there because the hitters want the pitchers to be comfortable. Now, some sense the reason why because the hitters are more likely not get hit. So if the pitchers are comfortable, batters are gonna want that. Now they're not gonna want them to be too comfortable, but they're not gonna be comfortable enough to where hitters are not gonna be able to hit anymore. But they but they're comfortable enough to where they're not getting drilled. Um, and then. If if I'm also Major League Baseball, you you gotta protect the Astros a little bit this year and the Red Sox this year. You gotta try to make it known to teams if you if we think it's a retaliation to Astros certain hitters and Red Sox hitters for cheating, you're gonna get fined huge and you're gonna get suspended huge. Because even though they mess up the integrity of the game, we can't have people trying to hurt people. That is not cool. Like, like, like as a fan, it'd be a little nice for Bregman to get hit, but people are gonna take advantage of it, and people are gonna get crazy. So to just avoid it all, to avoid Bregman, Springer, Altuve, to get plugged a bunch of times, do something like that. And, and then and then that pitcher will have to, you know, think about it. Is this really worth it? Like, let their fans have their booze. And we all know if the Yankees have 110 wins marching into the playoffs, we all know that whole series will be booze. Let that happen. We all know when Yankees and in Houston, when Yankees go to Houston, the Houston security should stop it. They know don't 
kick people out just because they're talking about the buzzers. Don't do that. It's the fans right who live in Houston who cannot come down here in September to talk their shit. Let that happen. But, I mean, I regardless, I think a lot of people are going to hit the Astros players anyway. But maybe if you do it this way, maybe it's going to happen less. And that is what we should aim for because we don't want to see people getting hurt. No, I, I don't like. Here's how I think. This is what I think. Like, um, I think I I don't think it's gonna be. I don't gonna be as vicious, but I will say I don't as vicious as in like I don't think like every single game players are gonna like you know gonna get all gonna plunk every single game. Not like that. I do think though it's gonna be very hospitable. Hospitable. Hostile, hostile, that's what I'm looking for. It's going to be very hostile. All 81 games are going to feel like playoff atmosphere. Even, even teams like the Royals and the, and the Orioles who are trash are just going to, are just going to show up just to boo the hell out of, out of Houston. It's going to, it's going to be tough. They're still going to be a good team. They're still going to win over 90 plus games. They're still going to likely make the playoffs. But I will say this, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be rough for them. All year long, and especially they got the Bulls. Like they want to see them get taken out. Other players want to see them being taken out. So this is going to be rough for them. So that's that's we will see. Yep. Um, the Bryant funeral was on the seventh, so they privately put Kobe and Gianna in the ground. Probably some big ass monument. <laughs> well, yeah. And uh, <laughs> the the public ceremony is in a couple of weeks, the twenty fourth. So if you're going to that, take pictures, take videos. All of you, make sure you wear your Kobe stuff. You're like, you know, purple and gold. I got, I got my Kobe jersey. Huh? <laughs> I I saw the picture you took this morning. Yeah, that is true. When I just when I got home, like, oh, my Kobe, my Kobe jersey came in the mail. Uh, I'm, you know, you're absolutely right. It's, it, this is something that um, if you're going to this, like, always remember Kobe. It's gonna be, I, I bet you, it's gonna be everyone that's gonna have all positive memories of Kobe, and they're gonna miss. Everyone's gonna miss him. Um, him. Um, uh, Gianna, apparently, they will see died of like blunt force tra- um, trauma as soon as the plane crashed. So, anytime a plane hits on, on uh, anytime a plane is about to crash, obviously, you're gonna die, and there's, there's no survivors. And let's also not forget the other people who are on the plane, too. That's right. So, let's, so as much as we, Kobe is the headline, and so is his daughter. There were other people on that plane too, including the pilot. So let that keep that in mind. Um, also, breaking news: um, it is it is now expected that world um, worldwide West um, West um, Wesley is no longer expected to join the Knicks front office. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they can't even get that right. <laughs> That was supposed to be the biggest part. Yeah, and the 
fashion, they spread out. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, man, they can't. Oh. Did they say yeah. the reason why he's not coming along? They said that he's after a drug at this point, and they did not get the reason why. So. Oh, they. <laughs> oh. See, that's something I didn't even know, but they can't even get that right. The best part of getting Rose was expected to get Worldwide West, and they can't yes. even get him. And here's, here's something worse. Um, Steve Stout came on first take of Oh, I heard that on the Michael K show. Wow, he, he made himself look like an idiot. Yep, and then the Knicks PR addressed it. While C-Stop is a valuable contributor to the Knicks marketing brand ethics, he does not speak on behalf of the New York Knicks personnel and basketball operations. Any decision regarding the operations of the team will be made by the new team president of the New York Knicks. From Steve Stout, in my excitement to defend the Knicks on live TV, I inadvertently insinuated about Knicks personnel. I'm looking forward to working the Knicks manager to elevate the great Knicks brand football. Wow. What they basically said was, nerd, know your place. That's what they basically said. <laughs> this is, uh, this is so Knicks. I, I, this, I'm a Knicks fan. I'm even laughing at how, how the Knicks are. It's just so bad. Uh, like, like, you know what's funny? As a Knicks fan, you're, you're, you're supposed to be like, yo, man. You're a Knicks fan. You should be upset. Like, no, nah, I'm just being comical. Because it wasn't for the Yankees. I, it wasn't for the Yankees. The Islanders doing great now. I, I I would be miserable. I mean, I saw the Giants win two Super Bowls. I'm perfectly fine. Um, they're, it, it, the Knicks are such a joke. They can't even get the person right. It's so funny. And it is so funny. This happened yesterday, but congrats to the Washington Redskins officially naming Jennifer King as a full-year coaching intern in her role. King will work with the offensive staff throughout the course of the offseason, training camp, and regular season, and will specifically assist Randy Jordan with the running backs. That's dope. The first ever African-American woman on the coaching staff. I I really I, before we continue I really hope they hide her because she deserved it not because she's a woman that's all I gotta say right but that's part of the major reason why it's a big new deal it's all she obviously deserved it and I'm really happy for her good job uh so congratulations to week one of the XFL we have four undefeated teams DC Defenders St. Louis Battlehawks Houston Roughnecks, and your own hometown, New York Guardians. Well, technically, I'm in New Jersey, but sure. <laughs> oh, no one cares about Jersey, man, all right? We all we all understand that Jersey is not a part of the world, that it's just its own little speck, and people just happen to Oh, like how that. dare you? How dare you? We're hey, you get all the Michael K. show events, all right? Shut your face, you little clown wagon. <laughs> Are the New York Guardians are the, are the best tenant in MetLife Stadium? It looks like they are. They are because they're the only ones that are paying bills because the Giants and Jets are trash and they can't afford the rent there. So they're they're on their way of getting kicked out. 
Yeah, okay. Uh, they really trolled off. Also, the ratings for the XFL are doing better than the AAS, so good job. Now, the only thing I have to say to keep this up with the um, with the XFL is as long as the, as the play continues to evolve, then you should be fine. Like, the, the quarterback play has to get better and the quality of play has to get better. I also think for the, for the, um, for the, um, uh, XFL to get even better. And I, I want to get your opinion on this. If this becomes a real thing going forward, they could use this as a feeder system for the NFL. Like say, like, you know, like you got a couple of like players that didn't make it or practice squad players, they could play in the XFL and they can showcase their skills so when the XFL is over, they can actually get NFL contracts. Like, if they didn't make the NFL team, they can go to the XFL yeah. to try to get better? Yeah. So they would use it like a G League? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, huh? I, 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 I don't hate it. I, 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 I think it, that's a good use for it. Like, you know, you have so many people, you have 32 teams, and you know, there's so many cuts. So instead of like your dream ending in the NFL right there, you sign an XFL contract, you get hone your skills, you get better. You have scouts, you know, you have a lot of scouts checking you out, seeing how better you get, and then you get off of the NFL contract, and then, you know. I'm telling you right now, this is something that probably won't happen, but if I'm Colin Kaepernick, I look to see how this league does this year. And if he's serious, we all know he's not, but if he's serious about getting back in the NFL, play for a team next year. Well, maybe if he stops asking for a ridiculous salary. Well, that, and and he just has to not make it about the black movie. Damn. Thank you. I, 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 I understood Colin's... Um, try to do but then he kind of made it more about himself and that really annoyed the crap out of me like we get a Colin you're black you were raised by a white family you got millions of dollars people are gonna tell you you should try to help the black community but hey have have you ever been on an airplane guy what do they say when you get on an airplane in a situation Put on the mask first before assisting other people. So, Colin, help yourself first before you can help others. So, stop making everything about the black movement. I get it. You're a proud black man. Cool. That's a beautiful thing. My cause is a proud black person, too. But at the end of the day, Bill's got to get paid. He has to take care of himself. He, he, he cannot take care of himself before he takes care of me and anybody else. So that's what you have to do to yourself too. Same for, same for your girlfriend, Vanessa. You can't take care of her or any of your black brothers and sisters until you take care of yourself. Be proud to be black, but be proud to be the best you, you can be. Not everything has to be about Helping people that most likely, you know what? You're never going to help to begin with anyway. 
I, I get, well, he has money. You can think that Nike contract for that. But look, like, I get it. You, you got money. You're, you're one of the few black people that got you. I wouldn't say few, but you're one of like, the black people that, that has made money. I get it. And I, I get what your, I get what your, your original goal is. But again, if you, if you're serious about getting back in the NFL, if you're serious, First off, stop making ridiculous demands of paying like over $50, 60000000 million a year because you're not worth that at all. Let's be real. Secondly, secondly, more importantly... I got to be honest right now, I'd rather pay that that over a guy who hasn't been in the league for three years. I would. I would. I would. If you're telling me, James, pay Dak Prescott $60 million or pay Kaepernick, I'd rather pay Dak. You know Dak's overrated as hell. Over a guy who hasn't played in three years? Come on now. Let's be real. Well, well, let's be real. And trust me, I'm not saying, I, I don't hate that. I'm not just saying that because I'm a Giants fan. I'm saying that he's not worth that money. There's not, there's only one quarterback that I, that would probably be worth $60 million, And Dak ain't it. So, but anyways, I digress. If, you, if you're serious, Colin Kaepernick, if you really want to get back into the NFL, like my co-host said, you, I would see where the league goes. If the league is successful, you drop your ridiculous demands. You stay your, you, you, you claim that you're in shape. Stay in shape. And I'll give an XFL team a call. Try out. Sign to an XFL team. I don't care what team it is. And then ball out. And then the, then the NFL looks at you. And then, oh, okay, he still got game. And then, and then you'll get back into the NFL. Let's be real for a minute. Talking about realistic money worth. Alright? As much as you love Mahomes, take off the Mahomes half for a minute. Do you truly, truly think Mahomes is worth $40 million a year? Obviously, he's probably going to get that and then some. I know that for a fact. Like, he's going to get that from the Chiefs regardless. It's now, not about that. Worth, that. That wasn't the question. I hope I'm being realistic. He's going to get that. Again, you're asking me, again, it doesn't you're matter asking, if he's going to get it or not. Is he worth that? Is one person truly worth that much money? That's the question. It doesn't uh, matter about if the uh, team is going to be foolish, foolish enough to okay, give it to him. Full disclosure, I'm a big Patrick Mahomes fan. But to directly answer your question, is he worth $40 million? No. Thank no. you. No one guy is worth that much Hell, money. Now, now if you want to give him... If you want to give him $25 million, or all of them go as high as $30 million, cool. He's worth it. Do he's that. Worth it. He's worth that. But worth $40 million when when what's going to be the Chiefs cap? $120, $110? That, that means you got to sign six other players, and you got to lowball them. How messed up is that? If, if I'm Mahomes, if I'm Mahomes, this is what I would do. I wouldn't even sign a contract this off season. I, I would see. I would see what the Chiefs do. I would. I would even bother asking. 
Because I'm calling the Chiefs owner. They said they're going to wait anywhere from 12 to 12 to 18 months. How much is how, how much is Mahomes expected to make next season? About he's a first round pick, so about like five, like ten million dollars. See, that's that's good. I mean, that's not that's it's not guaranteed a hundred million, but that's it's a rookie contract. So. Yeah. But that's but that's more than enough. So he'd be a free agent after next year, right? No, he'd be a free agent in two years because what happens is he started his rookie year, even though that that one stupid game, second, third. He's um, this coming year he's going to get his fifth year option picked up. So in about two years, about three years, he's going to be a, uh, two years is going to be a legit free agent. So so twenty twenty three. Yeah, pretty pretty much. Oh, okay, so what you do? Play next year under the deal you're on. Don't yeah, be that guy. Do. Don't be Zeke Elliott to try to get paid before you're supposed to. I'm I'm sure that was a problem in that locker room. If we give every Cowboys member truth serum, I'm sure they didn't like that. Play the show under that. Ten million? That's a lot of money, guy. That is a you you'll fine. do fine. You're not gonna burn through that in a year. If you do, we know you have an addiction. Okay? Or or Brittany or Jackson finally, you know, got that crap. You know, what, but, you know what um, Mahomes is doing. You know, before we continue, you know what Mahomes is doing is he's not touching that contract. He's touching the endorsements that he's getting, which is smart. A lot of players look, are doing look at Shaq. He never spent one dime of his NBA contracts. Never spent one. Who? Shaq. Who? No, no, Shaq never spent. Yeah, you're right. Shaq never did. Saquon Barkley's doing that too. Take That's smart. Did not, he did not touch. He's not touching a dime of his of his NFL contract. He's it's, it's his endorsement money. The Chucky Super Bowl. That Chucky Doodle Super. Yeah, that he's doing keep those hundreds that. of thousands rolling in. Let the millions make interest. So what you do is Mahomes, yeah. right? After next year, say, hey, I know y'all give me eight years, two hundred and fifty million. I know I'll get guaranteed one hundred million. But let me be realistic. Let me help my team. I like winning. I want to win. All right? Seven yeah. years, 180. Give me guarantee $90 million. Is it the largest contract in NFL history? No. No. But it's no, pretty damn good. He will never spend $180 million in his lifetime. You not one person does not need to set up five future grandchildren down the line. Okay, it is also let's say he does that and he wins. Now is Mahomes truly going to be happy if he does get that ten-year, two hundred and seventy million dollar contract, guaranteed a hundred and twenty million, and what and he loses? You don't want that. You you want to be. The best. And for that to happen, you got to get at least six. You got to at least tie Tom Brady. If you want to be known as the best, it took years for Tom Brady to pass that guy. That one guy who was a linebacker for a bunch of teams, he won five. That was the most. Many people thought that he would never be passed. Now, a lot of people, realistic people, think Tom Brady will never be passed. So if you want to pass Tom Brady... You got to have a team, buddy. And if people see you being greedy, what makes you think Travis Kelsey is going to say, hey, Mahomes only cares about him. Let me only care about him. 
If every if everybody thinks like that, you got no one to throw the ball to. You got no one to protect you before getting killed, and, and you got nobody to play good defense. We all saw what happened last year when Mahomes didn't have a defense. We all know what happened. So if you want to keep this season, and 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 I hope you be a selfish bastard. I hope you take that big contract, okay? But if you like winning, if you like that feeling of saying, I want to go to Disney World, if 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 you want to be able to buy your family nice things, if if you want to do that, if you want to live a nice life and win, go the Brady route. Take less. Because look at Brady. If he, he could have made... He lost $60 million. He could have made an extra $120 million. But do you think he'd have six rings? No. He'd probably be still stuck at three. Probably. He probably he probably would definitely be stuck at three. And also, see, here's the thing with Mahomes. I agree with everything you're saying. I think you're absolutely right. The only negative thing will be depending on if, if the players, a players you need because you know the players are going to be like, listen, you're the best quarterback in the league. Why are you taking less? He should need, you know what he should do? He should not even care. He's like, I care about winning. If you want to be like, why guy? Because I want to win. That's why. I, 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 I want to show my team I'm a leader. That's why. Because the players union cannot make him take a big contract. No, because no, also, it's now they'll say yes, it's such a present for people to take less. But people say, hey, if Ma, if Brady took less, right? Mahomes took less. Took less. Who yes, are we to ask for more? Yeah, because at the end of the day, you you have to ask yourself: you got the ring already. Are you content with saying, you know what? I got my ring. I'm good. Or do, do you, you want to be a Rodgers and a Breeze? Look at Stafford. Look at how much he's making. Look at Rodgers and Breeze. Look at how much they were making. Don't well, don't every Rodgers and Breeze only have one ring still? Well, 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 well in fairness to Stafford, he he does he she never even won a playoff game. So 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 so, so, so But again, but, he's making thirty five plus million. If he's making sixteen to twenty million, I bet you he has a much better team around him. Oh, I, oh, I, oh, I agree. That's 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 why I said that to Matt. It's 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 not the skill level. It's about how much money one guy is making. That's why if that gets that forty million dollars a year contract, which, Cowboys which ain't winning does, shit. Which, uh, which which I really hope he gets that forty million dollars. Because of course, because according to Mike Garofalo and Ian Rappaport, they are working closer towards deal. Yeah, I saw that. So look I at my trout. He's making so much money from the Angels. Now, yeah, I mean, they were able to sign Anthony Rendon, but yeah, that's so. that's the best it's going to get. He He's he's not going to have an amazing team around him where he's going to get three, four, or five World Series. He's not going to get that opportunity. Not one guy should make all that money. You know, you know what's sad? Mike Trout only went to the playoffs three times. That's it. And that's a shame. And they got because swept. They didn't even win a game. Only one season swept. making the playoffs, and they got swept. They didn't even win and a they game. Got swept. That's it. Like that's a, like the best player in baseball. You know, the best player in baseball can't even get to a World Series. No, can't even win a game. 
He's that that is that is a shame. And also just, to, just from Jeff Passing on the evil pitchers and catchers reporting to Houston Astros camp, the entire roster has gathered in Florida and expects to meet Wednesday with the owner Jim Crane to discuss how the team will publicly address the signs of the scandal. Here's what I'll say about that. I'm seeing all you former Astros say sorry. You know what that apology means? Nothing. Because why you're not an Astro? You weren't saying sorry when you wore that ring, right? Unless you are an Astro who's a big name, I want to hear Bregman apologize. I want to hear Correa. I want to hear Springer, Verlander, Altuve. Guys that actually matter. Guys that make a big, big impact. Now, yes, Marwin had a great season for that Astro team, but you're no longer an Astro. It means absolutely nothing. It's not going to matter if Marizink says anything. It's not going to matter if J.D. Davis says anything. If you are not a truly member of the Astros now, it's not going to mean anything. It's all empty gestures. It's like the cute little kid being told not to fingerprint on a fridge. And he finger puts on a fridge, but then he gives that cute little smile. I'm sorry, mommy. Like, no, it's it it does no good. Okay? You you won. You got your ring. You're not getting punished. We all know you're not sorry. But at least if we hear from y'all, it's a little bit of say, hey, you got us. Let's be men in a minute. But they're not even doing it. They're being so, they're being even more arrogant. It's adding to their arrogance. And AJ Hinch talking to Tom Reducci, you make yourself look like a fool, man. Like, yeah, that's messed up. Yeah, that, 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 that interview was stupid. I, 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 did, I, did, I did not know what, 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 what was the point of that. He, that at one point, point he said, I'm glad of everything I accomplished in my baseball career. He said that. So that basically means, hey, that's right. We damn well cheated. We won the whole thing, and I don't give a fuck. That's basically what he's saying. And Michael K is right. Next year, he's probably going to be a fucking manager in Major League Baseball. Core will eventually manage again, too. Carlos Beltran will eventually get a new chance. And he was the fucking king mafia of it all, supposedly. Uh, the Beltran, I don't know about Beltran. I don't know about Beltran. He's too well-loved, man. He's I too like. Yes, I say yes to Hinch. I say yes to Hinch. I say yes to Cora. I don't think... I, I don't know. I just... I, I think you're right. Beltran's love, man. Way. He has he has so many people I, in the game that would love to play with I, I him, play for him. I, under, I understand that. I'm just saying that after what he did, he's not going to get love immediately. He's still being, he's still that that thing has to go away. That's more. That thing has yo. Baseball and chill, Jennifer. Right on on that passing tweet I just read up two minutes ago. Uh huh. She put out a video of with the Astros as a face of a UFC fighter. It already got 22.9K views in three minutes. Uh, that, that's a good one. But, uh, but yeah, though, no, it's, uh, it's, yeah, like, it's, Beltron is not going to get managed immediately. He, he probably give it, like, another, like, year or two. I don't think it's, I don't know, like, he, he, I'm on the fence with Beltran, but Hinch, Hinch definitely will, 
Cora definitely will. Hitch is well respected. Lou, now, Lou Dow is interesting. I don't know if he'll ever GM again. I don't know if Lou Dow will ever. Hell um, no. I, I don't think he'll, I don't know if he'll ever get, a, get like an executive job ever after what happened. But Hitch, because he's so smart, he will probably get another job. I, like, I joked about the saying this, but could, like, I, like, I could see, like, the Mets doing something stupid. Because speaking of the Mets, they're still up for sale, by the way. And, and as remember, the Mets never want to sign a Beltron. It was because it was, it was so bad that they decided that they had to let him go. They had no choice. How do you feel about this? Ben McAdoo has been hired as the Jaguars quarterback coach. I'm sorry, you didn't hear that. Mm-hmm. Repeat that again, I didn't hear it yet. You were saying that, like, you cut off, I didn't hear it. Ben McAdoo was hired as the Jaguars quarterback coach. And so does Derry Slay. He's going to leave the Lions. He wants a big payday. And, and you know, uh, two, two people from New York are recruiting him. Jamal Adams and also Darius Slayton. And Darius Slayton of the New York Giants is also recruiting Darius Slay to come to New York. So it's going to be interesting going forward. Um, I, I saw a tweet earlier. I want to get your thoughts. Someone said... Okay. That Gardner Minshew had a better rookie year than Daniel Jones. How do you feel about that? Oh, I saw that. Oh, I saw that. Um, well, here's what I'll say. Um, Gardner Minshew had a very decent rookie year. Now, you can look at the numbers and you can say the numbers were better. And you can, you can also make the argument that his numbers were slightly better than Kyler Murray, who won offensive rookie year. The issue is 
issue I have with that is number one, you only you didn't even you were benched twice for Nick Foles. Let's get that out the way. Number two, some of your games were not as impressive. Number three, more importantly, you you underperformed your last five games. Now I get it, Daniel Jones has a fumbling issue. I I am not going to deny that. Every giant fan knows he has a he has a game for fumbleitis. But at the same time too though, Jones looks more impressive and it goes beyond the numbers. It's how his teammates view him. Some of some of Garner's Ventures teammates, because I have people in Jacksonville they they have mixed feelings about Gardner Minshew. They have very mixed feelings about Gardner Minshew. And if you're a quarterback and you have mixed feelings about your quarterback, that's not okay. Whereas the Giants, everyone loves everyone loves Daniel Jones. Everyone does. Like right now, he's in he's in Duke camp with um with Jameson Crowder of the Jets, also with Darius Slayton of the Giants, Sterling Shepard, and Evan Ingram. So it's very interesting to see. So I think to answer your question, I think it's a. I can understand why he would say that because the numbers kind of do support, kind of support. But some of his numbers were more kind of stat padding, so I can't really look at his true numbers and say they were better. So I'm going to leave it as I want to see what he does his second year. So. We'll see going forward. Plus, he's also battling Nick Foles because they can't cut Nick Foles because of the money that he's guaranteed. So, let's see if you can beat out Nick Foles first before you're before going forward. Because we know on the Giants, Daniel Jones is the quarterback going forward because Eli's retired. Yep. And right now, the Rangers are beating the Winnipeg Jets four to one. Yep, um, the Rangers are, with the Rangers win, they'll have 60 points. Um, right now, the Islanders are only two points behind uh, Pittsburgh for for second place in the Metro and five points behind the Cap- Capitals for first. So it is a dog, the East is a dogfight right now. So it is, it is a dogfight. So, and it's funny how, how the Islanders won their game. So, so right now, because I... I was at the bar in Brooklyn. Um, Kim was at the game, so nice. Kim will probably yeah. Uh, Kim was probably going to be at the Bruins game Saturday, so I'm probably going to meet up with her hopefully. Um, Kristen, so, I hope the Bruins win. Go Bruins, go! You're you're, you're a terrible human being. What anyway, the Boston Bruins so, are a great franchise, sir. And that's a good, great franchise, sir. <laughs> anyway, so so. <laughs> So, so let's try this. Let's let's have some how goes. I'll just score three goals in the first period. So you know, everyone's then the Flyers scored two goals in the second period. Uh oh. And then that's what you thought. Okay, the Islanders are going to hold on to win. The Flyers scored a goal with one minute to go. Damn, the Islanders just blew a three-goal lead. There, that is terrible. But then just with 40 seconds to go, Ryan Pollock, bullet, bulletzer, in the goal. And then the empty netter. So not only do they avoid overtime, the Islanders could cause the Flyers no point. So, and I will- Islanders just posted on Twitter, our group was determined tonight. The biggest thing for me was no matter how the game is going, we're staying to the process. Barry Trotz. 
Oh yeah, that's Charles is a good coach, and Charles is the, probably the best coach the Giants have. Not the Giants, the Islanders had since Al Albert because he's done more with less. The Islanders are not the most talented team, but they're the most hardworking team, and you can do more with less. Like, like he he doesn't have a Vetchkin, he doesn't have a Sidney Crosby, he, he doesn't he doesn't have a Connor McDavid. But he has a have a bunch of a bunch of hardworking guys. Their best star is Matt Barzell. So it'll be interesting to see what the Islanders do. They're only five points out first place, but they definitely need to make some trades. The trade deadline is coming up next week. So and also I have also I'm going to say this next week, guys. Is even though it's not the official debut puck luck. I will be dropping a puck luck trade deadline breakdown of all what's happening all with the trades. So that's happening Ooh. next week. Spicy. Yes, sir. Yes, so tune in next week for a trade deadline for the trade deadline edition of Puck Luck. Yeah. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah, I I couldn't wait for my debut episode to drop the trade deadline show. I gotta do this now. Damn straight. This this is this, this is big news. So all because we're gonna find out. We're also gonna find out this news. Are the do the Islanders make a trade for for a scorer? Do the Rangers? What do the Rangers do with Henrik Lundqvist? Who, what teams in the East are going to make trades to improve themselves going forward? You see Pittsburgh they just made a trade yesterday for acquiring Zucker from Minnesota for Kenya and prospects. Zucker playing on that line with, with, with Malkin and Crosby makes a difference. So, you know Pittsburgh is trying to go for it while Crosby and Malkin are still there. You know the Capitals are going to try to make a trade to improve their blue line because their defense is shaky. You know that you know that the others are trying to look for goal scoring, and you know Carolina is trying to make it to the playoffs. So we're going to see the the East make arms race, and we're going to look at the West, and we're going to see some teams like is Chicago going to be unloading some players? Is is Winnipeg going to make trades because they're battling with Arizona for the eighth and final spot? Is Vancouver is Vancouver going to stand power? They're going to make some moves because they're also first place in the Pacific Division. And to answer all the important questions, is Hughes or Markin from Colorado going to win the Calder, which is the most, which is you know the rookie, basically the rookie of the year? So all that and more on Puck Luck trade. So Paco won't win rookie of the year. No, he will not. Because Quinn Hughes has had a way better year, so sorry, Rangers fans. Um, if I'm a little bit, if I'm Hank, the only way I'm accepting a trade is if it's to a Stanley Cup contender. If if it's a team that cannot win a Stanley Cup, I'm not leaving. I will give you three teams that Henrik should accept the trade: the Boston Bruins. And it pains me to say this, but I have to. The Boston Bruins, the Vancouver Canucks, St. Louis Blues. Those are the three legit teams that will absolutely have a chance to win a cup. Who has the best shot out of those three teams win the cup? If if you if, if you had to pick those three, who who has the best the Boston chance? Boston Bruins, Boston Bruins, easily. 
easily the Boston Bruins. Boston Bruins. Because they have a, a complete team. They have a better blue line, which means they have a better defense. They can score. The defensemen can score. They have better have scoring depth on the offense. And Henrik Lundqvist is a way better upgrade than Yasa Palak. So, Kristen, you hear it? You hear it? Say, hey, go to the Bruins. So Kristen could say, Stanley Cup champions. And, and to make it better, he can also give Tukarask a break. So he could he could actually get Tukarask ready for the playoffs, and he is a way better upgrade than the year at Hawak. Hawak has been could been has had a good year. Don't get me wrong, but you're base, but you're basically replacing Hawak with a future Hall of Fame goaltender. So come on, Let, let's be real. So you have two Hall of Fame goaltenders on your team. Ooh. Come on, Kristen, for your sake, I I hope this happens, and I and I hope the Bruins win the cup this year. I didn't want y'all to win it last year, but I want y'all to win it this year. Just so puck luck, I can always hear it every time you record. And before we get started to puck luck with James Lawson, I just want you to know that my Boston Bruins are Stanley Cup champions. <laughs> also, too, well, also the big question for the Rangers is where will Chris Kreider go? Kreider is on the trading block. So, Chris Kreider is one of their best, is their fast wing scorer. So, they're going to decide. What is a wing score, sir? A ring, okay, sorry. A wing score is basically someone on the wing that's given you like at least over 25 to 30 goals a year, which is actually pretty decent. And a guy that can actually speed up and causes cause the defense to focus on him, which leaves other guys more. So, so like a point guard. Pretty much. Gotcha. And because he had a value, because teams need scoring. Is, and he's been on fire lately. His trade battle value goes up. You can get a first round pick. And in this draft class, it's supposed to be one of the. And this is weird because in the NBA's draft class is weak, and the NHL's draft class is strong. You've been talking about this draft class for the past six months, so this better be a good draft class. If this draft class ends up sucking, I'm going to punch you in the face. No, this, this, this NHL draft class is going to be, uh, be great. Uh, but you, and, and to tell you who's going to be this prospect, you'll have to listen to Puck Luck to find out. <laughs> Ooh, a tease. You teaser. I, lear- I learned from the best. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can't just, just drop everything on the sports, dude. You want hockey contact, go to Puck Luck. This is true, guys. This is true. Sorry, you're like, but guy, I want more. I want more hockey. I, I'm tired of listening to baseball. I want hockey. Where can I go get hockey? Well, little Johnny, you can go to Puckluck. What Puckluck? What's that? Well, Puckluck is this podcast, you know, where um my co-host on here, James Lustin, talks all about your hockey. He'll give you your hockey kit. He'll, he'll give you the Bruins. He'll give you the Rangers. He'll give you the Islanders. He'll give you the Devils. He'll give you the Sabres. And he'll give you all your news and playoffs and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All hockey, all the time. Yay, I can't wait. See, see little Johnny, you're absolutely right. 
if you if you're whatever team you root for to the next week for the trade deadline special show because who knows maybe your team can make a move that'll get you your Stanley Cup because remember just like the NBA trade deadline you have buyers and sellers because the Rangers are sellers the Islanders are buyers the Devils are sellers the, the, the Sabres I'm sorry, Kyle. Your team is sellers. You're basically the New York Mets of hockey. And I know you don't want to admit that because you're a Yankee fan. You, the Bruins, the Sabres are the New York Mets of hockey. You start off, and and, 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 and I'll give you an example. The, the ball, you, know, you know the Sabres had a 20-game point streak? Basically means for every game they get at least a point, which means they were, you know, they were at first place from October until... December. Oh, now shit. they're now 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 they're third to last place. All right, I've, I've been pretty good, but we have two more minutes left. We, Go ahead. T- we talked enough, enough hockey. All right, we're done. Um, but baseball season is getting ready. Brilliant success of first week of the XFL. I'm excited for pitchers and catchers. Um, we're gonna get Yankee baseball back. And I'm just excited for the season. Some games with my guy. Maybe a game with Jimmy. Hopefully a game or two with Brian K. from the Schmier. Brian from the Michael K. Show. Who we're going to have on Friday, by the way. Ooh, my man Brian. That's right. He DM'd me the other day and said, would you like me Friday? I said, sure. And, and, And I was a little surprised, too. Because Friday is Valentine's Day. So I would think that he would have plans with his wife, but maybe she's not feeling great. Um, well, well, guys, well, well, we, we probably have like less than a minute left. This has been a great show. I can't wait. Baseball tomorrow, guys. We're gonna be talking more baseball as baseball wraps up, as ramps up because the season starting. I can't wait, guys. This is gonna be awesome. Absolutely. And guys, we'll, we'll be back on tomorrow. That's right. Take care, everybody. Take care, guys.